0: It is time to talk some Greyhound Racing and, of course, that noise you can hear in the background. We are live at the William Farrow Hotel on this Thursday. It is a town plate day here, Mick Cowley. They love their racing in this part of the world and I reckon they're going to look forward to Wennie Park on Saturday night.
1: Good morning, mate. Are you sure that's not your uh, your back room or anything? There's a lot of noise goes on there, I
0: hear I turn it up turn it up no it's. I'm uh, I'm looking forward mate to uh, to a big night on Saturday night and I'm actually going to be there as well for a Greyhound Racing in New South Wales I can't wait
1: mate it's going to be a big one and look yeah we are encouraging everyone to get there for uh, for obvious reasons not just to see a fantastic event and it'll be the highlight of the Greyhound Racing year but also the opportunity we announced uh, on Monday this week that Everyone that uh, that buys a, a ticket through the gate, you, a know, twenty dollar ticket uh, goes into a drawer, someone will be drawn out, and that person that gets drawn out gets a shot of winning one million dollars. The same as the million dollar chase winner gets. They get a shot at that. there'll be uh, one hundred envelopes, and in ninety nine of them, is a $10,000 prize, so you walk out with $10,000 regardless, but in that other one is $1 million. So someone could effectively walk out with a $1 million, or two people could, someone will from the $1 million chase, but a punter could also walk out as well. And mate, I can tell you now, I've done the maths, a lot better odds than winning Powerball a lotter.
0: Yeah, that's sensational, mate. Really looking forward to uh, the next couple of days. Uh, now, you've got a special guest joining you uh, this morning, and it could be uh, possibly the first Victorian to win a ab- million dollars but million-dollar
1: You're absolutely right, mate. It's, um, you yeah, know, when this race basically was first conceived back in 2018, all the talk was, oh, the Victorians will come up and they'll win them all and all that sort of stuff. But three races that have been run so far, no Victorian has actually won it. But a man who has a dog from Victoria who will be trying to be the first is Gavin Clifton. Gavin, thanks for coming on this morning, mate. I do appreciate you taking time out of work.
2: No worries, Michael.
1: Mate, it's uh, it's been an exciting week for you. you know, photo man qualifying for the final last Friday night. Um, how's this week been for you? Is it? Uh, I, I would imagine the fans been running hot.
2: Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's been massive. It's been massive. There hasn't been much sleep. That's for sure. Um, yeah, no, it's very exciting. My cousin Dave and I are just yeah uh, you know, over the moon about having having him in the in the race. little you know, just just to be a chance at it, let alone being a chance at, at some prize money. Um, yeah, no, it's been really exciting. You know, you know, over 200 and something text messages. I think I was still answering them at 2:30 in the morning last Friday, last Saturday morning. Um, yeah, no, really good and and plenty of plenty of support from uh, all the other Mexicans down here.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> and um, yeah, can't wait to come up on on Friday again and and where we go.
1: I, I, I spoke to you immediately after the race last Friday night, and uh, a lot of people said it was wonderful to hear the interview because you showed such pure and raw emotion. You were genuinely excited about it, which is which is what we want. Which is what the million dollar chase is about. It gives someone a chance to to dare to dream. Mate, you mentioned during that interview that you, uh, you had to ask your boss for the day off. I think your boss's name's Peter, if, if memory yep. serves me correct. Yeah, uh, you correct. You had, <laughs> had to ask him for the day off uh, to come up last Friday. Uh, mate, I'm, I'm sure he's been very, very generous with uh, you, any offers of giving you time off this week. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you wouldn't
2: believe it. though. So, yeah, he was actually watching the race and cheering along as well as a lot of, a lot of others were. Um, he actually rang me on Sunday and he said, Gav, look, I know how massive this is for you um and you know the biggest thing probably in your whole life i said yeah hang on a second i'm going to put my wife getting married and, and my kids in there first um, right. but this is the fourth fourth in line definitely and he said look if you need to stay in sydney Gav, then uh, that's fine we'll just work it out somehow um so he's been tremendous but i, I said to him no no I, w- I want to come to work otherwise i'll go insane i won't be able to be able to concentrate on anything else so um yeah, keep the routine the same for the dog as well uh, so i flew back on sunday um come to work he's the dog's in his own kennel doing doing all the right things and um yeah just getting checked and do all the same things that he's used to doing and then come back again on friday so like i said i'll just need friday off you can give me that and that'll be great and i said i might need monday as well as a bit of a, <laughs> a, a, a if a bit of recovery session but we'll see how we go <sighs> but
1: Mate, uh yeah if you, can, if you walk away with a million dollars you might need a bit more than monday you <laughs>
2: might be right there too, Michael. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, pushing it uphill probably. But anyway,
1: mate, tell us a bit about how. Uh, first of all, how you came to get the dog yourself and Dave, and uh, and the name of the dog.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we bought the dog off Jerry Snyder's and and his partner Pearl Terry. Lovely people, good friends of ours. Um, Jerry takes the photos at Warrigal grounds, um, and yeah, he also his yeah, muzzles. And I've called into his place to to uh, to pick up a muzzle he was fixing for me and I saw the litter on the on the left and I said boy gee they're nice Jerry I said uh any of those for sale and he said oh I don't think so Gav." he said well, I'll have to speak to Pearl um anyway got a phone call the next day luckily um we just won a race with a bitch called Magic Marsha the two nights before at Sandown and so we had some cash and um yeah no she said look I wouldn't tell them to probably anyone else but you and Gav, I know you and Dave will I know will look after him so um yeah I'll we'll sell you and dog and a bitch so yeah and that was it and um, yeah now he's named after we call one of them Jerry and one of them Pearl and um, <laughs> he's actually race name is, uh, Photo Man after Jerry who takes the photos at Oracle so yeah we're trying to think of good names for him and you know Spider Man and Batman and all these ones coming through our heads and I said what about Photo Man and, um, and Dave said yeah that's terrific that'll do us so yeah but a good dog makes a name
1: <laughs> <But> mate you're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. what they call if they're, uh, if they're a good dog like that's Let's look at you know, Winks, who would have thought Winks would be a good name. But exactly, kind of... yeah. Yeah, no, spot on, spot on, yep. Mate, you uh, the decision to come up here, uh, the dog went through the launching pad, um, yeah, and great performance in that series as well. Um, the decision to actually have him throw out the Stamps and come up to Sydney for that, that qualifier first up uh, the week before the semis, how was how was that made? Was it a spur-of-the-moment thing or was it something that was always on the radar?
2: Uh, was sort of, sort of only half on the radar. If you want, I said, said to Dave, if we, if we do do well in the launching pad, then uh, you know we'll definitely have it come up and have a crack. Um, and he didn't qualify for the for the, the launching pad final, but he was the favourite for the launching pad consolation, and he, and he won that um, very nicely it was a terrific run. And I said, oh well, we've got to go. We've we've done the background, so we um we've been up there to trial him in January um, to have a go at the Derby because he's the right age and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, he, and he, didn't, he didn't come home all that sound. He was a bit sore in, the, in the, um, one of the tendons at the back of his leg, um, so he had to have six weeks off. But we'd already knew that we'd been up to Wentworth Park because it's a place where you really have to try because because tight post, first turn and all that sort of stuff. So he'd been around there a couple of times already, so we knew we'd done the background. So, um, yeah, know, we, we said after the, after the Launching Pad consolation final that uh, it's worth having a grow. And I've got a good mate up there, Glenn McKinley. Um, yesterday in his place, um, and him and his partner Linda have been fantastic to me. Um, you know, driving around from the airports and back and forward to the track and stuff like that, been great. Um, so yeah, no, that was a pretty easy decision in the end after
1: that good run at Sandown. Box eight in the uh, in the qualifier, then box six in the semi-final. Uh, not ideal, you said, um, yeah. but he managed to get through, and that was all that mattered.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very unlucky the first week because got absolutely smashed around the turn. But he's pretty strong and he and he did a good job to run. Well, I actually thought he'd had to run second in the first or second, but he um, scraped in from being third. And um, yeah, and I, and I said, you know, you know, we don't really want to go back unless we draw a good box. he um, draw a box six, and I thought, oh no. Um, but you've got to be in it to win it, and we'd come this far, so let's go again. And then um, yeah, he got it. He got a nice run. Um, last week, and and muffled his way through around the first turn, and yeah, and it was uh, it was he was going to be hard to beat from down the back last week, I thought. So um yeah, through to the final, and lucky lucky to be there. I'm going to probably be struggling to beat um to beat Shoes of Pearl, but um oh we're in it up to our ears, I think, for a place anyway.
1: Box three, happens does that sit with uh, with Shoes of Pearl outside you?
2: Yeah, I, I don't think that's sits too bad. I, and, um, Everyone's telling me that number two is, a, it's, a donner, is it? it's a little bit yep. slow, slower out, uh, it so is. it's going to give him a, a reasonable sort of run early, um, and he will just I reckon, we'll, we'll be slotting up there, you know, hopefully second or third at the first turn, and, and drawn closer to the rail this week. He'll rail nicely around there, and um, yeah, put himself into the race.
1: Mate, it's funny how things work out. This is obviously the postponed series from 2021. And uh, if you go back to when the series was supposed to be held in 2021, it was September. And, uh, and this bloke was just starting his career back in September at Heelsville.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. <laughs> it's a, yeah, what, what comes around goes around and what, what doesn't work out sometimes. Like it didn't work out for us from the derby because um, of, of injury. But um, yeah, hopefully we've got a crack at something bigger this time.
1: Mate, what's uh, What would be your best, you know, your biggest win as a Greyhound trainer owner?
2: Uh, biggest win? Oh, we've we've had a few. You know, obviously every race you win in town is is is, is gold to us. Anyway, um, yeah, so every city winner I reckon's um uh, a bit of a, a bit of above. Um, yeah, also I like I like coursing down in Victoria. We have coursing. We've won the um the Oaks down here and coursing and and the Derby and we've won the Oaks way back in uh, 1991 with Johnny Westlow trained a, bit, a little bit for me. Uh, so um Dave and I have won. With Magic Marsha, and um, uh, we won the, the the Derby as well in the, the year after. So we've had some good runs in the coursing, and bigger races, and nice trophies and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, we've been in been in a few good finals, um, but actually never 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 reached the top yet. But hopefully, this bloke's going to be able to do it for us.
1: My fingers, because I'm sure to, uh, a winning a million-dollar chase would be very hard to top in the future. But, uh, <laughs> mate, you're, and yeah, you're you're, uh, you're one of only eight chances in the final, so they're not bad odds.
2: Yeah, no, exactly, yeah, exactly. Obviously, she's a pearl, it's a bit of a standout, and I've gone into the kennels the last three or four mornings hoping that uh, that Jerry has grown a couple of wings out of the side of his shoulders. <laughs> but it hasn't happened, but anyway, he'll be there trying his heart out.
1: May he really indeed, But, like I said, uh, everyone uh, loved your, your enthusiasm and your emotion last week, and I, I can't wait to see it after the race if you happen to win. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just don't, <laughs> don't hold back. Just let it all go again,
2: as we said. <laughs> Good on you, Michael. Might need a crane to pick me up, I reckon, but anyway, here we go. <laughs> all right,
1: we'll, we'll get one we'll on standby just in case. Buddy, thank you <laughs> so much for uh, for having a chat today. Uh, travel safe on the way up, and we'll see you Saturday night. Fingers crossed. Good luck.
2: No worries. Thanks, buddy.
1: See you later. Dave, there he was. Gavin Clifton, who has a runner in the Million Dollar Chase, um, and he's very yeah. excited about
0: it. He certainly is, mate. It's going to be a great night there on Saturday night uh, and looking forward to a big crowd attending. And also fascinating to see. I mean, look, hearing, even hearing um, what Gavin had to say then uh, uh, about the uh, you know the, the fact that the Million Dollar Chase, uh, she's possibly going to be hard to beat, you know what... Um, you never know what can happen in these type of races. We see it all the time in these big races. You never know. Lady Luck, uh, obviously, She's a Pearl does you know have that early dash, but anything can happen out of those boxes, and that's the brilliant... Mick, you've got your next guest there. Mark Gatt's on the line.
1: Hey, thank you. That Rick gets excited in those uh, those jumps races, does not he? Ray. As you said, we're joined by a man who also has a runner in the Million Dollar Chase Final, Mark Gatt. Mark, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. How's the week been? Yeah,
3: there you go, Mick. Now, the week's been... Uh... Been really good, everything's gone the plan, um, no drama. So that, that's that's the main thing, and we're all set to go. Uh,
1: your first finalist in a million dollar chase, uh, you've obviously had plenty of finalists in plenty of big races, you've won lots of big races. Is this any different to you as a trainer?
3: No, it is. It, it, uh, it's just the same, same routine, um, no nerves. I think because there's such a high quality bitch in the race it sort of um, doesn't really feel like I'm racing for a millionaire you know you never know what can happen but she, um, yeah she's she's on another planet at the moment so I, I feel like I'm sort of racing for second prize money but you, you never know you never know what can happen with the dog race
1: I guess in, in some ways it kind of uh, takes the heat off you a bit I, I know that Frank Hurst has said that yeah, back in in 2019 with Good odd it was flying. Everyone was expecting it. Whereas, yeah, having Shoes of Pearl in this race, it kind of takes the focus off the other seven runners and just puts it on the one.
3: Yeah, 100. It, it. Um, I don't feel any pressure at all, and you just. Uh, I, I, I actually feel that. Um, you know, it's a, it's a mission accomplished just getting her in the race. So anything from now is a bonus. Um, but she's boxed well. She's boxed. She's boxed brilliantly, actually. She's, uh, she's exactly where she wants to be. Um, so, we, yeah, I'm just hoping she can get a clear run and she'll try guts out as always. And mate, if if I run second in this race, I'd be I'd be more than happy.
1: Right? Do you uh, do you dare to dream about yeah you know, mix up up the front and uh, she's kept behind him on the rails and storms zone?
3: Yeah, you do. You still do. Yeah, I'd be lying. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Um, you know, I. I think for that dream to happen, but she's got to make a mistake. So, and uh, good mates with Andy Lord. And that's what I said to him. Mom, that's the reason I'll turn up because she, um, you know, she's got to go out there and do it. She's a, uh, she's obviously, you know, like I said, she's, she's on another planet to the rest of them at the moment. She, she looks like she could be, you know, one of the greatest bitches, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, what she's doing, she just looks faultless. The last 10 starts she's, She's basically just come out under the lids and and took care of him and um, yeah, there's no reason why she she won't again. But you know she she could make a mistake. Something else could come out running and um, that that would put us into the race. But I think that's you know for us to be a winning chance, she's got to make a mistake basically.
1: I think the semi final, it uh, was a funny sort of a race. Yeah, there was uh, there was plenty of drama and so forth. But she was there at the right time. The time was irrelevant. What time they ran, it was all about. Getting past the post first and getting into the final, Um, That came through the the semi run dramas at all.
3: No, come through the run really good. That that was a sort of um, from where she was drawn, she was drawn six. That she, one of them good dogs, landed on the bunny. She wouldn't have been able to get in the race. She needed a jam up and that sort of a race suits her because she just chases so hard. And um, yeah, we we got the jam up and we got the luck and um, yeah, we're in there. So we'll take it.
1: I, I, uh, when I was talking to Gavin Clifton, who I had on a bit earlier, I said, you know, what would it mean to win this race? And, and again, yeah, a trainer like, like Frank Hurst has said, yeah, it, it's the money's fantastic, obviously, but it, it's not just about the money. It, it's kind of reaffirming that you're doing everything right as a, as a Greyhound
3: trainer. Yeah, 100%. Like, if I won the money, I wouldn't see it anyway. The missus gets that. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a big thrill. It'd, um, yeah, be well, being a greyhound trainer, it's the biggest race in the world. Um, so it's what you want to win. Um, it's what you, all the all the hours you put in and hard work. It's non-stop being a greyhound trainer. It's you know I haven't been on a holiday for eight years now. It's um, um, you know you you work you work your backside off. So if you could win, you know, a, a race like this, it'd be a big tick.
1: Mate, you uh, it's owned the dog. the donor is owned by your dad, Frank, um, mate. How's he been? Yeah, he's been in the game a long time. Is this a bit of excitement for him this week.
3: Yeah, he's um he's really excited. He's he's actually in Thailand. Um he's been over there for a while, so he won't be he won't be track Um but no, he's he's really excited. Um like I said, we we didn't think we'd even be in the race from the draw we had. It looked it looked a horror draw and we needed a miracle and yeah, we basically got that miracle to get in and you never know we might get another miracle to win it. All right,
1: well, she's she, yeah, uh, she won the the mega star, the group one uh, from box two. Um, right, you never know, stranger things have happened in big races.
3: Yeah, yeah, stranger things have happened. There was no she's a pearl at though, but um, <laughs> yeah, you 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 never know, and that, that's why I said we'll um we'll definitely turn up, we'll be there, and we'll be trying our best. And mate, yeah, you just got your fingers crossed, and and it's true what you said. It, it sort of allows you. To sort of train your dog properly and and not let nerves, not, mm-hmm. not let the nerves get to you because there's there's no pressure at all. It's sort of a it's a I think it's a good way to go into a big race anyway.
1: The, uh, one of the other features on the night, the 100,000 Masters Meteor, you've uh, you've got two runners in that, two heat winners from last Wednesday week, Ritz of Gloria and Ritz of Donald. Ritz of Donald's drawn five, Ritz of Gloria's drawn eight. You haven't had a lot of luck there. But uh, brother and sister, uh, certainly in with a chance to, to win that race. And I remember speaking to you that night. You said, yeah, this is a really fantastic initiative that, that GRNSW put in place, this Masters Racing.
3: Yeah, it is. It, it's um. You know, like if you if you didn't have the masters race, these two dogs are being top grade, they would have been going for the million dollar chase and sort of be no hope. They get, you know, they they like us. They get a bit older, and they don't like to do things to their body that they they did when they were younger. And, and I think placing them in their own their own age bracket when they get to that age is a great thing, and it gives them a, a longer racing career. And um, yeah, it, I think the as long as the dogs are happy and and, and healthy and they want to race. Um, I I'd, yeah, I'd, I think it's a great idea for the, to keep the old dogs on the track for as long as you can, and um, maybe they could even come up with a, a Grand Masters where they get over, say, six years old. You could you could uh, you could keep racing dogs over six year, six years old against their own against their own age.
1: Maybe if uh, if that was the case, I'm sure Sunburn Highway would probably keep going instead of being song this week.
3: Yeah, he'd be unbeatable. It's amazing what that dog's done, uh, going on six years old, and I thought he's sort of had enough and he's lost a bit of form. And then he came out and done that, so he's just a tough old dog, good, really good racer.
1: Mate, it, uh, it'd be remiss of me not to uh, mention our uh, Wentworth Park winner last night in uh, a dog called Guelph, who's uh, owned by uh, a couple of people who are known in the racing industry, Paul Joyce and Clinton Payne amongst them. Um, yeah. Mate, the dog seems to be going pretty well, a bit of ability
3: there. Yeah, I'm real happy with her. Uh, I, was, I was real, I, I told Clint from the start, this bitch ticks every box. The only, the only box that I was sort of worried about was her under, you know, inside pressure when she joined the inside dogs coming across her. And last night she come out, she come out really good and so did uh another dog in the race and run five forty two to the to the mark and she she got into a position where she it sort of had the better of her and she could have she could have uh tossed it in and sort of let it go and she, she stuck the mouth guard in and drove hard I was no really proud of her last night. I said to Clint after the run. That was that was the best win. So um she'll learn from that and she just needs more experience. She's only learning she's learning on the run basically how to race and I think another well, hopefully another sort of ten starts under her belt, she'll toughen right up and turn into a to a nice race dog. Only four months till the next
1: million dollar chase, mate.
3: Yeah, that's it. There's um, <laughs> yeah, the the next one might might have her name on it. You never know.
1: Buddy, best of luck on Saturday night, um, particularly with Richard Donner in the million dollar chase, but also with the the other pair, the brother and sister in the Masters Meteor. Thanks for uh, coming on today and having a chat. And like I said, uh, mate, good luck on Saturday night. I'll see you there.
3: Thanks very much, Mick. Anytime, mate.